Please sit now as we hear the words of Holy Scripture for today. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. The heavens were open and I saw visions of God. When I saw this, I fell on my face and I heard the voices of someone speaking. He said to me, O mortal, stand up on your feet and I will speak with you. And when he spoke to me, a spirit entered into me and sent me up my feet. And I heard him speaking to me. He said to me, Mortal, I am sending you to the people of Israel, to a nation of rebels who have rebelled against me and they and their ancestors. They transgressed against me to this very day. The descendants are impudent and stubborn. I am sending them to you. I'm sending you to them, and they shall, and you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord God, whether they hear or refuse to hear, for they are a rebellious house. They shall know that there has been a prophet among them. Psalm, Psalm 123, response, Our eyes look to the Lord of, of our God until he shows us his mercy. Our eyes look to the Lord our God, until Until he he shows shows us his mercy. To you I lift up my eyes, to you enthroned in the heavens, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their masters, and the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress. So our eyes look to the Lord of our God, until he shows us his mercy. Our eyes look to the Lord our God, until he shows us his mercy. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy, For we have had more of enough contempt, too much of the scorn of the indolent rich and the derision of the proud. Our eyes eyes look to to the Lord Lord our God until he shows us his mercy. Second reading to the Corinthians. A reading from the the second letter of Paul's to the Corinthians. I know a person in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven. Whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I know that such a person, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. Was caught up into paradise and heard things that are not to be told, that no mortal is permitted to repeat. On behalf of such a one, I will boast. But on my own behalf, I will not boast. Except of my weakness. But if, if I wish to boast, I will not be a fool. For I will speak, spe- for I will be speaking the truth, but I refrain from it. So that in one, in, so that no one may think better of me than what is seen or heard from me. Even considering the exceptional character or, revolu- or revelation. Revelations, therefore, to keep me from being too elated, a form was given to me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep me from being too elated. Three times I appealed to the Lord about this, that it would leave me, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, my power is made perfect weakness. So I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, so that the power of the 
of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I am content with weaknesses, insult, hardships, persecution, and calamities. For the sake of Christ, for whenever I am weak, then I am strong. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You will stand now to receive the Holy Gospel. Alleluia, alleluia. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. You have the words of eternal life. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus came to his hometown and his disciples followed him. On the Sabbath, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astounded. They said, where does this man get all this? What is this wisdom that has been given to him? What deeds of power are being done by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary and brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Then Jesus said to them, Prophets are not without honour, except in their hometown, and among their own kin, and in their own house. And he could do no deed of power there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and cured them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. Then he went about among the villages teaching, He called the twelve and began to send them out two by two and give them authority over the unclean spirits. He ordered them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two two tunics. He said to them, wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. If any place will not welcome you, and they refuse to hear you, as you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. So they went out and proclaimed that all should repent. They cast out many demons and anointed with all many who were sick and cured them. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be always acceptable in our sight. Our God, our strength, and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. He was amazed at their unbelief. Oscar Wilde's story, The Nightingale and the Rose, tell of a student who falls for a beautiful girl. She says she will dance with him if he gives her a red rose. This is a challenge, for there are no red roses to be found. The only one who understands the student's pain is the nightingale, who also knows the true value of love. She sings all night and presses her breast against a thorn. Her blood stains the petals red. Of course, it costs her life. In the morning, the student picks the rose, not knowing its origin, and takes it to the girl. However, by now, she has forgotten him. She rejects both him and the rose. 
In anger and hurt, he throws the rose into the gutter and the wheels of a cart rolls over it. Anger, hurt, self-pity, these are natural responses to rejection. Most of us have experience of them. Jesus too knew so much rejection and it ultimately led him to the cross. Today's gospel tells of his earliest experiences of rejection by people who could have known better, for they are his family and childhood neighbors. Until now, people have been amazed and delighted by Jesus. He has been teaching, healing, casting out demons, and even raising a girl from death. Mark makes it sounds exhausting, and we sense Jesus' relief at arriving in his hometown after so much activity. That relief is short-lived. When he teaches in the synagogues, in the synagogue, his words ring through and people are amazed. Then as if something changes in the ear, the amazement becomes suspicion. How does Jesus know the things he's telling them? They cannot equate who they think they know him to be. Mary's son, the carpenter, with whom they see him to be as he speaks with such authority. They take offense. Literally, the words say they stumbled over him. It is all too much for them. And what could have been led to worship leads instead to rejection. The passage began with the people's amazement at what they see, but ends with Jesus' amazement at what he sees, their unbelief. And we see how their unbelief begins to color everything and to limit the effect of Jesus' work among them. One may wonder how the few sick people who were healed told their story of what had happened. And what does Jesus do? He doesn't argue with them. He recognizes that this is just how it is. Prophets are not without honor, except in their hometown, except among their own kin, except in their own house. If only we could hear the tone of his voice. Did he smile grimly? Did he laugh? Was he upset? It is hard to tell, but we might assume that Jesus being human certainly felt the pain of this early rejection. And yet, it didn't stop him from continuing to bring love and healing wherever he went. He did not take his sense of, of identity and purpose from the people, but from his father. He knew who he was and what he had to do. We too can reflect on the impact of unbelief and suspicion within a community. Nothing can stop God's working, but unbelief does have a dampening effect on us and on those around us. Our, ex our expectations can be so low, we cannot make ourselves believe, and of course, our life experience can sometimes make belief seems impossible. 
like the rejected student, we can just give up trying. But whether we believe or not, God goes on being God. The rose that was thrown in the gutter was in fact a symbol of a greater love than the student, than the student can ever have imagined. The relatives who turned away from Jesus miss seeing miracle after miracle. So let us lift our faces from our personal disappointments and our lack of faith and turn again to the hope to which God calls us. Let us dare to trust that God is at work in us, bringing to perfection all that God has begun. Down the centuries, the best minds in the church have tried to explain the mystery of the incarnation. Here the gospel does it for us in story form. The ordinary man from Nazareth, the extraordinary savior in one person. Amen. <laughs>